Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it even better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Doing More is brought to you by the Home Depot. Visit homedepot.com for details on flooring, appliances, and bathroom home improvements. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who's doing more for his team. James Conner tonight coming up big, running the ball. He's got he, he's got 42 yards on the ground, 80-some in the air, and a touchdown. James Conner getting involved tonight, doing more for his team. It's brought to you by the Home Depot. Depot, more saving, more doing. Football season's back, and there's no sweeter way to celebrate than by adding Snickers and Skittles, the official candy sponsors of the NFL. Add it to your game day spread. Sunday, the NFL on CBS features a full slate of games, including Brady and the Pats on the road in Washington. Of course, they're on national television. That probably wasn't part of the script right there. And uh, the Ravens and Steelers in Pittsburgh renewing their AFC North rivalry. Check your local listings for the game in your area, and it all begins with JB and the guys in the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. By the way, our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, is brought to you by Geico. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Harp is back. Cold Harp beer. John um, uh, Harper of SNY, longtime uh, New York City legendary uh, columnist. And uh, regular on the bench on CBS Sports Radio. Harp, how you doing, buddy? Good, Scotty. How you doing? I'm great. I just got back from uh, Lipstick City, L.A. I was at the Spence-Porter uh, fight at Staples on Saturday night that Spence won in a split decision. Great, uh, violent fight. It reminded me of the old Hagler-Hearns fights. Wow. Pretty uh, good. That, that, I, those are... I remember the old boxing. I haven't. I'm, I'm not as up on the new boxing. I've lost a little interest. Uh, I still watch. I like to watch clips of Ali. That's that's my heyday. Listen, that was as good as it gets. It's hard to live up to that. So, uh, at the end of the day, here I, I have to ask you: with all these, uh, you know, baseball decisions that are going on, uh, are you surprised at like, you know, seriously that Madden wins a World Series in Chicago? Three years later, they fire him, and, like, Auspice, uh, he got one year in, in Anaheim. They fired him. Uh, Hurdle's fired. I mean, uh, you know, Green was fired. It's just one after the next. But then again, this always happens, doesn't it? But you got to be a little bit uh, a little bit surprised about Madden, no? Yeah, especially because <laughs> there aren't any GMs getting fired. Uh, your guy Huntington in Pittsburgh seems to have a lifetime contract there. Um, and that, that there's sort of a revolution going on among the fans, from what I understand. Uh, but, yeah, that's the name of the game these days. It's all about the GMs. They seem to have carte blanche to do what they want, and they want to hire managers who are going to follow the script and play along with the analytics and be collaborative is the buzzword now with the front office. So 
Madden's is kind of one of the last of the dying breed. He kind of, you know, he has he likes to do things his way. If you look at his his, his records, I mean, you wouldn't think he'd be he'd be fired. That's for sure on a five, a five year contract. But he's making five million a year. Nobody wants to pay the managers anymore, and uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. So they kind of came to a party in the ways. I think he'll get another job, but. You're not seeing these guys, you know, Showalter, Girardi, uh, who knows, Associa. They, these are all guys that made big, big bucks, and teams aren't willing to pay that. I think that's a big part of what's going on now. Do you think uh, so? Callaway isn't he making around eight hundred grand or something? And, yeah. and uh, is yeah. he going to get fired? I think he is. Yeah, I think. And, and and in his case, with just cause, because uh, you ca- you kind of have to. I look. I know there's this narrative that they turned it around, their season around, and played hard from the second half, but. You had to watch every day, and I think that's the case with most most teams and managers to really see what a manager's like. And he made so many tactical mistakes. He's not a good in-game manager, even though they put uh, Jim Riggleman in the in the dugout with him this year as a bench coach. He made a ton of mistakes that hurt his team, and I think they it's, they need to move on. They have they came out of this season the Mets with a uh, better than expected young core. This kid Alonzo hitting bombs all over the place. Guys like McNeil, J.D. Davis, uh, Conforto—they got a bunch of good young players. If you want to win, if you want to be a serious contender, though, you need to manage a manager who's going to make the right moves. You can give him all the analytics you want, but you still have to have a feel in the dugout for when it's time to make the move and when to, you know, make the change. And don't—you know—he got—he got caught in some double switches, things like that. So I think it, I think they do need to move on from Callaway. Do you think uh, John Harper with us, legend? Do you think that? Uh... That like uh, you got to be a puppet basically now to make it as a manager in uh, ba- baseball seriously like because they're these guys are puppets. I fr- I frankly think Aaron Boone's a puppet. Yeah, I mean I think that's a little strong because I still think for one thing these guys they have to have the respect of the players. If the if, if the players think that the manager has no control over anything, that's a problem I think because these guys you know look these guys are. The professional athletes, you got to be able to relate on their terms in some ways. They they know the GMs are the front. It's not so much the GMs; it's just the front office and the analytics are involved in decision making. But I still think the manager has to have control where he can, you know, like uh, Snitker with the Braves did. He pulls in Acuna out of the game earlier this year for not hustling. Right. You have to be able to do things like that. And, and remember, last year Boone got caught in the playoffs, kind of sticking to a script and trying to get relievers to match up with certain parts of the lineup. And he ended up staying too long with Severino in a playoff game against the Red Sox and with Sabathia as well. I really interested to see if he learned from that and if he's going to have more of a feel in the dugout and, and, you know, not necessarily stick to a script because they do, they do map a lot of this stuff out when they want certain matchups and bullpen guys and face certain guys. So in that sense, they, they are kind of tied that way to a script, but, I still think you have to watch the games, have a feel. It was only a couple of years ago A.J. Hinch did that with the Astros and ended up using his starting pitchers to, to come in in relief instead of the bullpen guys. And I think the best managers still have to have a feel in the dugout and have control of the game. Do you, do you think that but so like so you said that was a little strong um, that my theory, but do you think that Cashman is actually – because I've always felt like he was telling him what to do. Well – I think I think he's only doing what everybody does now is they they give him the numbers they tell him here here's here's what we think the best matchups are in terms of the lineup things like that but Cashman has and he's pretty open about this stuff for the most part he's always he's always sworn that 
The manager has control of the lineup card. We recommend now look, if he recommends and he don't you know, you you don't don't do it enough, you're probably gonna get fired. It ended up you know, that ended up, that wasn't really the sticking point with Girardi. It was more about his relationships with players. Uh but there is a fine line there you have to walk as a manager. I think I still think you have to have some control the players have to know that or you're just gonna you know, not gonna, you're not going to run a – you're going to run too loose of a ship, I guess. Uh, John Harper, the great columnist with us. He's on TV now. He's a celebrity. Uh, uh, do you think Madden goes to, like, another job like San Diego, Philly, or Anaheim like people are talking about? Because it sounds to me like they're about ready to fire Kapler, too. That could happen, yeah. Um, I, think, I think it's more likely he goes to the West Coast, he goes to Anaheim, where he coached for years. That's where he kind of came up in that organization. And he's more of a – I know he's from Hazleton, PA, but I, he, he has that more of a West Coast uh, laid-back mentality. I think he'd fit better there with the Angels, who are dying for a guy, I think, to come in there and, and have that type of personality as a manager. Or even – or San Diego would work as well. But I think, I think, I think he's going to end up in, in, uh, with the Angels. I think uh, Artie Moreno might be, is willing to pay a manager like that, where a lot of owners aren't willing to do that anymore. So – that seems like a good fit for me. Do you think that I have a chance? Uh, I've put in my application. I'm trying to become the Padres manager. Do you think I have a shot? Because I think I can manage better than Andy Green, uh, literally, uh, while smoking a cigar. <laughs> hey, put it in there, Scotty. I mean, uh, I, I don't think a lot of most baseball fans didn't even know who the name of the manager was in San Diego until he got fired. So that's a problem there. Uh yeah, look, they look like they're ready to win. I think they do actually need to make a good hire there. But uh, these days, if you're willing to work with the front office and you understand how to interpret the numbers and create the matchups, uh, it's you can make the case that it is a lot easier to to uh, manage than it used to be. I mean, because you're not making all these gut instinct calls in the dugout. You do have a framework for everything you do, so – uh, I say go ahead, put the uh, put the application in. All right. What do you think happens in uh, Bochy's place in San Francisco? Uh, that's a good call. I mean, that's a tough call because uh, that's an organization that for years was one kind of one of the last of the uh, hands-on, real scouting background type of organizations. Uh, and then they now they've changed and gone to uh, uh, Zaidi, the new GM there, who's from the Dodgers, is really heavily analytically oriented. So. I would think they're going to get one of these guys, these these more modern managers, and uh, who's going to, you know, fall in line, be collaborative, and all that. But I don't know where that's coming from. I think it's going to be a young guy. I saw a stat where I think it's uh, ten in the last couple of years, ten of the last twelve managers hired are first-time managers, and that's really kind of surprising because in a lot of markets, like in New York, we've seen it with Callaway. He just wasn't ready to be a, a manager. He had been a pitching coach, so. I still think there's something to be said for experience, but uh, these guys, these GMs, want their own guys for the most part now. So do you think uh, that the Cubs would seriously give uh, David Ross that job? I do. I think uh, I think he is kind of the Aaron Boone of, of the National League, potentially Chicago. Bright guy, catcher, uh, was kind of considered a real thinking man's catcher behind the plate. And he's been out of the game for a couple of years doing broadcasting. A lot of the same traits that Boone had. And, well, listen, it's a lot easier to do, obviously, when you have great talent. But Boone does seem to have made that transition pretty well. He relates to the players pretty well. He handles the media pretty well. 
that stuff is as important as anything, at least in the GM's eyes, and I think they think Ross would do a good job at that. Do you think Rendon will take that uh, offer of 215 uh, by the Nationals to stay in D.C.? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, look, they lost Bryce Harper. I think they feel like they can't lose Rendon now a year later and sell their fans on that they're st- they're trying to win. Uh, we'll see what happens here. they got the wild card game. We'll see if they, they can advance finally in the postseason. But, uh, yeah, I think they need to keep Rendon. They have a nice young core there and still have the pitching. They have – if they keep him – they have a few more years left on that shelf life of uh, those pitchers, too. Yeah, John Harper with us. Uh, so let me ask you about the uh, playoffs. Uh, in the two wild cards, uh, Tampa and the A's, Brewers and Nationals. I think that Brewers-National game is going to be great. Uh, I have no idea what will happen with Tampa and the A's. What do you think of those games? Uh, interesting. I mean, uh, the A's and the Rays, those two small market teams who always – seem to be in the mix and now they find themselves in the wild card game mainly a lot of because the red sox aren't weren't uh, in the mix this year and uh you know i, I you gotta love what the a's do they, they seem to be there every year but i'm gonna i'm going with the Rays there charlie morton is a really really good pitcher he was with the astros when they won it all uh he just shut down the yankees last weekend he so he's pitching that game i'm gonna go with them and i think uh i gotta i just i gotta believe that scherzer has a big game in him the Brewers have done it on guts and guile in September, unbelievable month. Uh, but they're they're missing uh, Yelich, and they don't have they've done it mostly with just a great bullpen. They don't have strong, really strong starting pitching. So I got to give Scherzer the edge. Well, I mean, game. honestly, though, the, but the Nationals bullpen sucks, and they and the Brewers have won without Yelich like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know what? I I think the Nationals. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Strasburg in the eighth inning in that game, and maybe Corbin, too. I don't think they're going to – if they need to win one game to get to a playoff series, I could see them uh, passing passing over their regular relievers and using uh, using all the starters or their top yeah. three starters. In yeah, game. that'll be great. That'll be great since they have no other pitchers. So they're going to get their ass beat by the Dodgers after those three blow their arms out in one game. What do you think of, what do you think of St. Louis and Atlanta? That's a great series. Yeah, that should be fun. Uh, St. Louis has some really good young pitching. This kid, uh, Flaherty, man, he had the best second half of anybody in baseball. He was he had like a one ERA in the second half. He made a rest- pretty strong run at the at the Cy Young, which I, Degrom's going to win it again. I get, I think. Um, but that, yeah, that's a good series. The Braves have some young pitching. They're kind of they're a little banged up right now. With Acuna has an injury, and Freddie Freeman has an elbow problem. He hasn't hit for any power in the last month. Uh, I think the Cardinals have a lot of momentum. Uh, I, I think they find a way to uh, to win that series. Do you think they could uh, beat the Dodgers, or do you think the Dodgers are going back to the World Series? I think the Dodgers are too strong. Uh, Walker, their pitching is deeper now. Walker Bueller, uh, Ryu, Kershaw, and, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, Kenley Jansen is a question mark, but their, their lineup is so deep, man. That lineup is tough to navigate. I think they're going to score runs in the postseason. I think they're going back to the World Series. Uh, a couple more, and I'll let you out of here. The, the Yankees and Wins, Carver High has said cancel the series because that's how easy it's going to be for the Yankees who own the Twins. He said don't even play the game. It's a waste of everyone's time. It's basically a not so many in Portuguese. That's what he said to me. <laughs> well, yeah, the history says, you know, that they always beat the Dodgers in October, but that history doesn't mean much to this Twins team. None of those guys that were there. Well, a couple of guys were there from 17 in the wild card game, but 
not going back to the uh, Michael Kadire days, those days when they used to beat the Twins, it seemed like every other year. Uh, I, look, I don't think the Twins have the pitching to shut down the Yankee lineup, but they're going to mash. You know, they hit 300 plus home runs, and uh, they, they Yankees and Twins had a classic series in Minnesota in August. Uh, every game was a nail biter, and a lot of runs scored. I think we could see that that kind of uh, ALDS with them. I think they'll put up a fight, but I think the Yankee offense is too much. Yeah, and the Astros pitching, I think, is too much for, uh, frankly, Tampa Ortier, so I'm not even going to ask you about that. My last question is this. Does Joe Girardi uh, get uh, stiffed out of a job when this is all said and done? And do you think if I don't get the Padre job, the Pirates should hire me? <laughs> Absolutely. You're a, you're, a, you're a hero in Pittsburgh. You're a local hero. That's right. Uh, Girardi, not sure. He might be in the mix for the Mets. I think the GM there, Brody Van Wagen, wants to hire a big manager, but there are hurdles, obviously, with not not Clint Hurdle. There are hurdles there with uh, as far as paying a guy big money and you know getting them to sign off on that. So, but I think Girardi and Showalter could both end up getting shut out. They're going to have to lower their price because nobody's paying four million dollars or even maybe three million dollars anymore for a manager. If they want to get back in, they're going to have to lower their price tags. I love Harper. He won't even mention the Mets owners' names when he's talking about getting them to write a check. <laughs> them, them referring to the people he won't say anything about because he's uh, got a great cushy TV gig. I wouldn't say anything either if I were you with the way those people. They're very sensitive. As you know, I know all about it. Uh, John, great stuff. I always love talking baseball with you. Enjoy the wild cards. We'll catch up during the playoffs. All right, thanks, Scotty. All right, there he is, John Harper, legendary uh, columnist in New York and TV personality on SNY uh, with us on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4227. Carver, how you didn't tell me uh, as I was talking to Harp, Harp City, Harp Beer, playing the harp, rocking the harp. Do you, uh, like, uh, of those wild card games, you know, and then his predictions of, you know, basically, uh, it was Yankees, Cardinals, Dodgers, automatic Astros, that all of them will, uh, the only one that, the two-seated Braves he has losing to the Cardinals, and then he picked Tampa and he picked uh, Washington. Yeah, look, I, I think that Washington has a huge advantage starting Scherzer in the game, but crazy things always happen to them in these games when they're in the playoffs. It just, the games that it seems like they're going to win, they end up blowing. I know it's a new year and a new team. The bullpen's dangerous. If they're willing to just give the ball to Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin on, on uh, tomorrow night, I mean, sure, fine. If that's how you're getting home, that's how you're getting home. But I kind of like Milwaukee tomorrow night in that game. I just got a feeling. You're still going Milwaukee. I got a feeling until I see the Nats show up and get it done. I, I'm, I, But Milwaukee – we talked about this before the weekend. They had such a huge opportunity over the weekend to get something done with the Cardinals losing a couple games, and they done. couldn't do it. Have they run out of gas from that great stretch with Yelich being out? I'm just going with Milwaukee just on gut because the Nationals never get it done. Something stupid always happens to them. And in the other game, I kind of like the Rays. I'm with Harp. I'm with the Rays. I just feel like the Rays – are going to find a way in that game. All right, so I want to see this. Uh, the the Brewers are at plus a buck sixty five with Brandon Woodruff against Scherzer, plus a buck sixty five. And then on Wednesday, 
Tampa and Oakland. Uh, Oakland is uh, actually favored. What's Tampa th- uh, scheduled? <laughs> Plus one fourteen with Charlie Morton. And there's nobody scheduled for Tampa, right? They're they're going to nobody go scheduled. They're going to do one of their famous bullpen opener games. Is that what Tampa's going to do? You on You can't really turn down that buck fourteen with Morton, though, can I you? I can't turn down the buck six one sixty five. In fact, I saw it for one seventy five this morning the with the Brewers. I can't turn that down. With the Nationals, who never win a big game. I'll take a little shot with the Brewers tomorrow night with all that juice. <laughs> take a, get a little pop in there. I'm gonna stick a little. little I'll take the two dogs the next little, two nights. Put a little marshmallow in the fire there with a poker. I feel like the Ray A game will be a crazy game. That'll be a crazy game. Maybe it won't be crazy with Martin on the mound. Maybe nobody will get any hits. It'll be tough to get on base. Depending on what the A's throw out there, we already like, know Tampa can. Didn't they just destroy the Yankees over the weekend just to finish the season or something? Well, that was last. They played them two games Tuesday, right, Wednesday. Right, whatever. I, I don't. The Yankees weren't playing. Didn't play any. Weren't trying, but they they must have runs. Look, I, I think the Rays can win, will win that game on Wednesday night. Wow. All right, uh, well, we'll come back. Mafia hasn't told me who he likes in these games, and then we'll talk about the. Uh, I know you're all over the Yankees. Yeah, I mean the Twins are they got no and, shot. And are you with are you with the Cardinals or the Braves? I like the Braves. And then the Dodgers over the winner of the Wild Card. Dodgers will win. Astros will win. Astros this win. is Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Braves. The, the four best teams in baseball will all be in the LCS. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have this weird feeling that the Cardinals they always end up getting there, don't they? Don't they just always get there? Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling they'll get there. I just I hate to say it because I want the Braves, but I, I think the Cardinals will get there. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Carver, I am putting on um, Neosporin on my cracked heel. Jesus. Thing's huge. It's like a knife wound. My heels split open in Lipstick City. Must have been from all that sunshine we got. That thing's still bothering you? <laughs> I need to tell you. It's just huge. It's, it's like the size of your pinky digit, like from your tip of your finger to your first digit. is like <laughs> it's a gash. It's like a somebody shanked me. Another huge week of winners. Pharrellonthebench.com just keeps raking all the best college football and pro picks. Baseball through the World Series. Boxing, MMA, hockey starts this week. It's all happening daily. Pharrellonthebench.com. Best choices, best price. Every play, every day. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. 71% NFL spread Sunday and Monday. 71%. 71%. 64% in college football Saturday. Hit my top five plays. Seven of my top eight. Eight of my top ten. How do you like me now? So there you go. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to. Michael in South Carolina. Hey, Scott Farrell. How you doing? Yo. Hey, hey, Scott. I'm excited for the baseball on wild card game tomorrow night. I was going to ask you, can the Milwaukee Brewers uh, win on the road in Washington? Why not? I, I don't think uh, it actually matters where the game is in baseball, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, people think that's uh, some kind of, uh, you know, elixir or something. I don't know what it means. Uh, I don't, you know, 
maybe, I, I guess maybe in a game seven or something, I'm supposed to be afraid of somebody in their park or in their, you know, stadium, whatever. But I don't, I don't think baseball players give a rat's ass where the game is. I really don't. I, I don't think the Brewers are afraid of the Nationals. I think in a one-game situation like this, right. there's only one thing that matters. Who's got the baseball in their hand? I think we've seen plenty of times in these one-game wild-card playoffs. Right. I mean, when Bumgarner walked into Pittsburgh and, and City Field to play the Pirates and the Mets in those two one-game playoffs, what, what mattered? He was standing on the mound with the ball. That's it didn't it. matter that the game was in Pittsburgh or the game was in City Field. What mattered is he was the best pitcher on the mound that night. And that's that. That was it. So if you've got the guy who can get you home, like let's face it, out of these four teams in these wild card games, the Nationals have him, right? Scherzer's the guy. You pay him $200 million. He's the guy who gets you home in that game. Bottom line. But you're still betting on Milwaukee. That's more a Nationals <laughs> history thing. I'm saying. You're betting against Scherzer. I don't. That's, that's the exactly one thing that doing. that's the one thing that bothers me about the bet is him on the mound. I'm doing this more of they never win. Rolling the dice. In terms of the four teams that are playing, he's the they're the guy that that should have the best chance because they have the best starting pitcher on the mound out of these four teams. Mafia, what do you think of all this? These uh, wild cards. Who do you like? Scherzer's obviously the best pitcher in that game, and I don't like the way that kind of Milwaukee. Had that chance and just really blew it. They, you know, once they got the playoff spot, they said, "Okay, I don't care if we're playing the Rockies. We're just gonna coast to the end." I don't like that, but still, the way they were before that, how hot they were before that, and how the Washington Nationals just always seem to be cursed. I'm gonna go with the Brewers. So you're gonna go with the Brewers, no I, matter what. Tampa and the A's. I'm gonna go with Tampa. I know Morton hasn't been, you know, as good for them as he was back in Houston. But he's been solid, and he's only given up a couple runs the last month. He's won all of September, even though he hasn't pitched great. They seem to get it done around him, so I'm going to stick with him. Do you think that uh, the one-game playoff sucks? It should be three? I kind of like it. It, it, is a, it is crazy that you play 162 games and your entire season comes down to one game. But, you know, neither it's either that or nothing. But, but you didn't win your division. So you didn't win your division, and you're getting one chance to get into the tree. And I don't have a problem with that. By the way, in the National League, since they've started doing this, home team is 2-5 and five in the wild card game. So the road team has won more than the home team in the National League. I still got to get the American League numbers up, but in the National League, it's 5-2 and two the road team is. What do you think? The road team is 5-2. What do you think, Mafia, of the uh, St. Louis and Braves? Yeah, I know that St. Louis you know, had a great run there to kind of take control of that division. They slacked off for a couple games towards the end. You know, it just worries me how many runs they gave up in that last week they're pitching. So I am I know the Braves uh, kind of coasted their way towards the end too, but I think that they have a stronger lineup all around and with all these young guys that they have, I think they're going to get it done. The Braves. Yes, the Braves. And the Yankees Twins. The Yankees Twins, it worries me that Herman's not going to be there because he was their best pitcher. The other guys struggled throughout the season, but they still are the Yankees and somehow always find a way to beat the Twins. I mean, and both these teams are going to – Knock the ball out of the park. We know that. They're two highest-hitting teams for home runs this year. So it's going to be a slugfest. But I think the Yankees lineup just seems to be a little bit deeper. No matter who's in there, somehow everybody gets, you know, wood on ball and hits it out of the park, no matter who's playing that night. So I'm going to stick with them. Do you think the uh, Astros and Dodgers both win their series when they uh, get the wild-card winners? I do. I just think they're just so much better than whoever's coming in against them. It doesn't matter. These teams are nice. they got great stories in the wild-card game. You're going to root for one of them. 
and then they're going to go against a juggernaut that just is going to smash them down. So you're standing by, Carver High, your assessment that the Twins have no shot against the Yankees. I am standing by that, yes. There you go. All right, so uh, we talked about all these guys getting jobs. Who do you think the Mets are going to – they're going to fire Callaway and hire who? Do you think you he's right, Girardi? Him. If they don't fire him, then they deserve to not go to the playoffs for the next decade. I mean, this guy had the Cy Young Award winner, had the NL uh, Rookie of the Year, and a guy who, if they made the playoffs, might have been able to seal MVP because he leads in RBI and homer – or he's one of the top five in RBI, top in homers. Like, he could have stolen the MVP if they made the playoffs – going to be at least the rookie of the year, and you didn't make the playoffs. with Two of the award winners on your one team and all these other guys having, like, breakout years, he has to go. He costs in the playoffs. So who do you hire, Girardi? I love it, but, you know, you never know. Like Harper was saying, these days nobody wants to pay these guys, and they want to be able to control them. Now this guy, Van Wagenen, isn't one of these guys that's come in and has all this experience, so maybe he's a little more up for having a guy that has some power, but – I still think he's going to want a guy that he can have his paws in there somehow. Well, that didn't work. No. Well, Callaway wasn't his guy. So what? He still didn't uh, – it didn't work. It didn't matter if it was his guy or not. He had a guy that he could he could still pull that guy's strings because Callaway was nobody. Apparently not because the guy kept using the same guy every game that kept costing him. But, I mean, the bottom line is he was a nobody, right. and that didn't work. So there's no way he's going with a nobody again. No, I think him getting that job, he wants to be – have a splash of God because he wants that big name in there. Now, I, because I, his job might be on the line next year if they don't. I also don't think they'll give him the money he thinks he's worth. No he's no. never getting that money again. Those days are over. He's getting a fat pay cut if he takes the Mets job. Right. Uh, he'll be lucky if he gets three million. Take that or not? He'll be lucky if he gets three million. He will be. I mean, whoever they got to bring in, they got to bring in someone who knows what he's doing. They can't bring some I, like they were saying all these first time guys. I don't want that. Don't give me some bench coach who's never been in that position. Don't give me some pitching coach who, you know, is supposed to be great with these guys and they can't bring in the right pitcher. Give me a guy who has been there before. I don't think that they're hiring any kind of big-time manager. No. I mean, if Har the only – the first – hearing Harp say it makes me think maybe because I know Harp knows what's going on over there. But they don't want to pay anybody. And – they like to do like their like their charts and graphs and like their team. Well, then like, don't fire him. I'm just saying that the Brody and these guys. He seems like he likes to have a team with him that makes all the decisions. And guys like Joe Girardi and Joe Madden, who have won World Series, they don't want a couple of suits who read a computer to tell them, uh, you know, how to manage their team. That's why Girardi got fired by the Yankees. Exactly. Cashman wanted to run it himself. So, I think that you're, and now this and and how about the Cubs? who have all the money in the world also, and I get it. I, clearly, this is the same situation. Joe don't want – Madden don't want anybody telling him David how Ross to run his team. David Ross will not manage like Joe Madden. David Ross – or Joe Girardi. Girardi is a Chicago guy. He's been waiting forever for that job, but they're not going to give it to him because they want to give it to some guy who's never managed a day in his life. Right. They're never doomed. managed a they're day doomed. in his they're life. They're going to go back to sucking. You're the Cubs who still have a young core – uh, and, and you're going to let some – and I get it. The Yankees did it, and it's worked out. Boone won 100 games last year. He's got 100 games this year. Uh, it's worked out for Aaron Boone, who had zero experience managing. But go ahead and hire David Ross. It's just – I don't get it sometimes. You can't be serious. They're going to do that. But you watch. The Giants are a smart organization. You notice. They're a very smart organization. When they hired Bochy – So they should they hire Girardi. They will hire Girardi or Madden. I'm telling you. They'll get one of those guys. I think in there. he's right that Madden's going to the Angels. 
Well, he's got a house in Long Beach or something. And Dundee. He's got, and he and he was the Angel bench coach. I know Dundee. Socia, he's going back to Cali, and I think that's the only reason why the Angels fired Osmus. He was only there for one year. I get it. They weren't great, but when they saw Madden become available, they said, "Forget this. Get him out. We'll bring Joe in." All right. There you go. 855-212-4227. Devon in Dallas on the ticket. Devon. Burrell. Hey. Hey, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the Steelers game and what do you think about, you know, just Schuster, James Conner, and Mason Rolf? What do you think their future is going to be? You, you don't think James Conner and, and uh, Juicy is going to end up like an Antonio Brown or a Bell, do you? Uh, no, well, I, you know, I, I, he's, I think, far away from that. I, I think that he's still uh, a different kind of guy in terms of uh, his, he's humble and he's, you know, uh, he's heavily involved in, like, social media in, like, a positive way. He's, like, doing all kinds of good things. Uh, I never, you know, frankly, in the last several years, felt that way ever about uh, Antonio Brown. I never felt like he was doing anything good for anybody except himself. He's a he's a narcissist. But I think Schuster's a different uh, kind of character altogether. And as far as uh, Mason Rudolph goes, this is actually a great thing for him, uh, to be honest with you. It's a lot like, if you ask me, you know, uh, Daniel Jones, he's got the gig now, and he's gonna—they're gonna run with him, right? And now Rudolph's got this job, and he's—you know—barring injury, he's gonna run with it. I think they'll bring, you know, Roethlisberger back next year. It'll be his job, but you'll know then that uh, either Rudolph can play or he can't. You're gonna know full on that your backup is capable of stepping in in a moment's notice and and doing the job. I thought that the guy looked good tonight, right? What was he, 24 or 28? He has a game like that every week. That guy will uh, be set for life. Uh, two TDs, 24 or 28. It was like almost a perfect game. So uh, it's you're watching the Steelers in the future right now, right? You got about three years left of Roethlisberger. Is that about right? So three years from now, this is your team. Uh, you're looking at it three years ahead of its time, right? Because now he's playing. And... Tonight they won, and they won big, and they covered for me. It was uh, pretty simple. Uh, I thought, you know, I don't even remember what the line was. What was it tonight? Four and a half, right? Four. Four. So they, I, I knew, I told Mafia in the car, they got to win by at least 10. They got to win by 10. I said, because honestly, their, their season, there's two islands. It's over, and it's fi- and you're finished. It's over already, but now they're, they're still just over. If you're finished, you're finished. You're done. Your season's over. But their their season now has, you know, they got a lifeline. At least their breathing tube got removed. I think that they're, uh, if they can beat the Ravens on Sunday at 1 o'clock at Heinz Field, if they can beat them, if they can stop Jackson, if they can beat uh, Baltimore, then, you know, they'll be 2-3 and three and they'll be, you know, right there back in it, right? You never know. I mean... Teams have started one and three before and, and won ten straight games. It's happened many times, so I don't even want to hear it. it. It does happen. I don't think that team's winning ten in a row, the Steelers, to be honest with you. But do I think that they could turn it around if they beat the Ravens? Yes, I think they could turn it around. They got a good defense, right? And uh, this kid looked good tonight. 
that if Connor plays like he did tonight, running the ball and receiving the ball and scoring touchdowns, they can win. When he does nothing like he did in the first three games, they're not going to win. Because they got to have some semblance of a running game, I think, to have any kind of effectiveness whatsoever. But big test for him this week with Baltimore. I know they just got done. They're having a cold beer right now. But the bottom line is they needed that win uh, tonight more than just about anybody in the league. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.